0: This is Pastor D-R-E on the M-I-C, and this is Day 41. Hello, world! Come take this journey with me. Let's go. Pastor D.R.E. here with you. Welcome to Day 41. Listen, let me know how you think, what you think about the, uh, the intro. I've been getting a lot of love with the new intro, and so I would love to know what you think about it. It, it, it took some time to really nail it like I wanted to, and it was just something I was kind of messing with, but I think it turned out okay. I've uh, been getting a lot of love for it, and hopefully you like it. But anyway, welcome to Day 41. Uh, Got so much we could talk about on today. So, so much we could talk about on today. And so I will not waste time. Uh, But let me just say this. Let Let me just say this, okay? I love God and I love you all. Whoever's listening, I love God and I love you all. If you understood what it takes to make this podcast happen, oh my goodness it 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 takes a lot it's something that you have to have to really desire and so it is definitely a desire of mine to share the word with you and to be here with you okay so just know that i love god and i love you all right so i'm going to give you the quote for the week quote for the week this comes from define your path and i got this off twitter okay i'm I'm not a big Twitter person, but a lot of times I use Twitter to get uh, uh, motivational thoughts and, and motivational quotes because with everything that's negative, uh, we need some motivation. We need some positivity in our lives. Now, I did see another side of Twitter I was not aware of, and uh, we'll we're just, we're just leave that alone. There's another side that I was not aware of, but my Twitter, my Twitter has nothing but positive quotes in it okay (laughs) so this comes from define your path off of twitter and it says successful people consistently do what normal people refuse to do successful people consistently do what normal people refuse to do and that is absolutely absolutely the truth listen If you're ever going to be successful, you have to to, uh, do things that normal people refuse to do. For instance, if you're going to be successful or complete goals in your life, you can't be a person that loves to sleep. It just don't work like that. You have to be able to go the extra mile. You you have to be able to, to say no to some things, I know we don't like to say no to things or even no to people sometimes but you have to have the ability to say no you you have to make sacrifice it's all about sacrifice I know people look at that as a cuss word sometimes but it takes sacrifice come on say it with me sacrifice come on one more time sacrifice yes it's going to take sacrifice You're going to have to do some things that other people refuse to do. You're going to have to make some investments with your time, with your energy that other people just don't want to do. If you're going to be successful. Now, your your thought of success may be different from other people. You know, you may have a bigger goal or you may have a smaller goal. But whatever your goal is, it's going to take sacrifice. You're going to have to deny yourself some things. You're going to, uh, um, you know, have to manage your time better. You may not be able to go out as much. Uh, you may not be able to hang out with your friends as much. And guess what? You're going to have to do that for. Uh, you're going to have to do that consistently for a little while if you're going to reach a goal. So my question to you would be, how bad do you want this goal? How how bad do you want this dream that you say is your dream, your your destiny, your heart's desire? How bad do you want that thing? Successful people consistently do what normal people refuse to do. True statement, true statement. So. All right. So we're going to get into the word. okay? but right before we get into the word, you know what we always do. We always do what? We always make our confessions. So we're going to make our confessions, and I'll be right back with you. Stay tuned. I believe that God's word is true. It is the final authority in my life. Therefore, everything that God has said concerning me shall come to pass. Now say this with me. Say no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. I am the head and not the ten. I'm above only and never beneath. I am more than a conqueror through him that love me. I am loved by God. I am loved by God. Come on. I am loved by God. I can have what God says I can have. Resources find me. Prosperity finds me. I have favor with people in authority and of influence. My best days and my blessed days are on the way. I believe God. I believe God, come on. I believe God. Now shout out to God like you know you believe. i got a question for you are you ready for the word i said are you ready for word all right let's go all right all right all right i want to start off with galatians chapter six Galatians chapter six, verse nine. Galatians chapter six, verse nine. I hope that you got a Bible or a Bible app so you can kind of follow with me. If not, write what you hear down, write the scriptures down so you don't think I'm lying to you, okay? And I promise you I'm not, but just follow with me if you can. Galatians chapter six, verse nine. And it says, and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Let me read that one more time. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. And so I bring this scripture up because on last week, God asked the question, if you remember on last week, if you listen to the podcast on last week, God asked the question, can I give it to you? can i give it to you and basically what he was talking about was can he give you your heart's desire can he give you the thing that you want the most can he give you the malachi 3 and 10 blessing where he said i'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive basically he wants to give you what he has for you he wants to give you the thing you forgot about or maybe you even stopped praying about He wants to give you that awesome, awesome, mind-blowing blessing. And so he asked, because he needs your permission, can I give it to you? And I hope you said yes. Um, And so once we have established or once we have said, given God permission, that he can give us our heart's desire, give us the thing that we uh, really, really want in our lives, There's one thing we have to realize, and that's why I I bring this scripture up today or this subject up today, is that there is, there is a middle. There is a middle. That many of us do not consider. There's a middle, uh, a middle part to uh, receiving the dream that we want or our hearts desire. There's a middle. Because you must understand that sometimes, not all the time, sometimes, or dare should I even say most times, things will not happen overnight. And so we must realize that we, in order to get what God really has for us, for us to really get our heart's desire, we have to weather the middle the Rocky times when it seems like we're not going anywhere the Rocky times where it seems like things are moving too slow we have to be not only faithful in the beginning and have the vision for the end but we have to be faithful and trust God completely in the middle many times when we have a vision we see things at the end right when when we have a vision of our goals let's just say a goal and when we when we think about the goal we're thinking about a finished product not realizing that there is a middle there is a journey to getting to that finished product many times we only see the finished product and and sometimes we may see the beginning but we don't see the middle that's why we can be so excited in the beginning because we're trying to rush to the end because we already have in our minds what the end looks like but we never envision the middle and so i just want to encourage you to not give up in the middle of your journey don't give up in the middle of your journey you can have what you saw at the end as long as you don't give up in the middle it's kind of like if you want to have a good marriage you, you you can't give up in in the middle of the marriage you know you you see yourself uh loving each other forever but but you don't see the the nuances the 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 work is gonna take to actually bring that great marriage to pass you know marriages sound good in the beginning you know you love each other in the beginning uh it's, it's like a wedding and a marriage you know everybody's excited for the wedding most times (laughs) everybody's excited for the wedding and everybody's uh excited about you know what their marriage could be but a lot of times we don't think about the work it's going to take to make that marriage be what we envision it being you got excited while buying the dress you got excited while buying the tux you got excited when you invited the people. You were excited on your special day, your celebratory day, your wedding day. You, you were excited. You had all the people that you knew were would encourage you, who were happy for you. You had all your bridesmaids, all your groomsmen. You had the right guests, everything else. You see all the, the gifts that everybody has you. It's your special day. You have a great wedding, an absolute great wedding. You cut the cake. You're, you're feeding each other cake you're laughing and everything else and and so you know if you should be so lucky you have a great absolutely great honeymoon i'm not talking about where you just consummate the marriage although that is good but you go on vacation and you make plans for the future and what it's going to look like and everything else and then after the honeymoon many times we have to go to work and what do i mean by go to work now that the honeymoon is over now I have to put in that time put in that work to make the marriage be what I saw it could be you know you 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 have a good man and you can see what that man can be but now you got to put in that work to make sure it comes to pass you know uh, the man has to put in that work for himself the woman has to put in that work for herself that 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 man can be a good husband and he has an idea of what a great husband looks like but he gotta put in that work that woman has a great idea of what a a great wife looks like but she has to put in that work you both have an idea of what the marriage may look like at 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 it's peak at its at its um at its pinnacle but you have to put in that work You have to start at the ground floor some things you learn during a marriage not while you're sitting in counseling oh this is going to help somebody I I I didn't mean to go that far into this but but let me just say that again some things you learn during a marriage you learn during a marriage and not at the counseling table Because counseling is just supposed to give you an outline, things to think about. But when you get in it, that's when the work begins. And so we have to realize that, you know, yes, God wants to give us our heart's desire. But we have to not only be faithful, uh, uh, excited in the beginning and, and ready to see the end, but we have to be faithful in the middle. We have to be faithful in the middle. Look at Exodus chapter 16. I'm gonna look at Exodus 16, verse 11 through 15. Exodus 16, verse 11 through 15. And it says, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel. Speak to them saying, at twilight, you shall eat meat. And in the morning, you shall be filled with bread. And you shall know, you shall know that I am the Lord, your God so it was the quails so it was that quails came up at evening and covered the camp and in the morning the dew lay all around the camp and when the layer of dew lifted there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance as fine as frost on the ground so when the children of israel saw it they said to one another what is it what what is this for they did not know what it was, and Moses said to them, "This is the bread, uh, which the Lord has given you to eat." So let me back up and give you some, 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 some background on this particular passage. You are reading this passage or or seeing this passage because before this, in the previous scriptures, Israel was complaining about being hungry and so they begin to complain and wish check this out they begin to complain and wish that they were back in Egypt now Egypt was a place that they were delivered from Egypt was the place that they were slaves and yet after they have been delivered by a mighty hand you know for those who don't read the bible i'm sure most of us have seen the movie ten commandments you know uh the lord delivered uh israel through moses uh uh you know it uh egypt suffered many plagues uh in order because they would not let god's people go and so eventually uh egypt let israel go and set them free and of course we know about the the red sea moment where you know god opened up the seas so that israel could pass on dry ground and so when uh the egyptians tried to follow uh the israelites uh god closed the sea up and gave them victory over their enemy and so now israel is on their way to the promised land the land that flows with milk and honey the thing that god has for them the blessing that god has for them and so while they are on the journey they experience hunger and so instead of saying lord provide or instead of expecting God to provide they begin to murmur and complain and watch this they begin to say oh how I wish I could go back to Egypt because in Egypt I didn't have to worry about food I could eat till my stomach was full and so they begin to want to be back in the place that they prayed for god to take them out of oh god that's that's a sermon all by itself but but so so they're complaining and and not realizing or 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 not taking into account this is the place that they were slaves all they're doing right now is worrying about getting something to eat they're hungry and so their hunger has has made them want to go back to where they came from so yes let me get my food can i get some food but but you know also in the place where they got food they were being mistreated i want i I wish i was back in egypt so i can eat like i want to but but in egypt the kids were being killed oh how i wish to go back to egypt so i could eat like i used to but in egypt their women were being raped isn't it funny how we will we will settle uh or or expose ourselves to trouble or things we don't need to expose ourselves to just because we catch a little turbulence on the way to our promise okay let me put it another way so you can you can follow me so how many times have you heard of a woman who has been abused by a man and uh that man has dogged them out physically abused them mentally verbally abused them and um you know just treated them wrong and so the woman gets free and she has a hard time in the beginning. Uh, fending for herself or finding happiness you know things aren't working out like she thought it would and so as a result of a little turbulence she goes back to that abuse now that sounds crazy but many times we do the same thing follow me we do the same thing we 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 tell god you know God we want this God we want that God deliver me out of this God deliver me out of that and he delivers us and then the moment um we feel uncomfortable or our flesh uh tends to speak up then we go right back to the thing that we ask God to deliver us out of oh God I hope you're getting this and so we have to learn how to trust God in the process in the middle of the process in the middle of the journey can you trust him in the middle can you really trust him in the middle because there will be a middle There will be a time when you, you know, if you think about it like this, there will be a time when you look around, if you're in the middle of the journey, there will be a time when you look around and you can't see nothing familiar. Think about when you're, if, you, if you've if you ever been on a trail or, or ever went walking somewhere, you know, you leave your house and you're going to a destination and, and while you're on the way to the destination, you can't see the destination or your house. You're in the middle. You're in the middle. So now you have a decision to make. Do I keep going towards the destination? I Allah the promise, or do I turn back around and go back to where I came from? We must trust God in the middle, in the middle of the process we must trust God and let me tell you something that's when your faith will really be tested oh yeah it takes faith to, to start it takes faith to finish oh but in that middle part that's when that's when your faith really has to to kick in that's when you really know what your faith is all about Hebrews 11, 10 and 38 says, now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no no pleasure in him. Now the just, you are the just, if you believe in Christ, the just shall live by faith. Notice it didn't say have a moment of faith. But the just shall live by faith. So what is God saying? God is saying we must master living by faith. In order to receive what God has for us, no matter whether it it be personal or ministry, we must master living by faith. See, it's not just a, a, a church thing. It has to be your life living. It must be your life living. Learning to live by faith. Learning to allow God to order your footsteps from the beginning all the way to the end. Trusting him to order your footsteps from the beginning all the way to the end. being faithful to his word we must master keyword master living by faith because if you don't what what ends up happening what ends up happening is you you go from pillar to post you you go back and forth and so because you go back and forth you really never move has anybody ever gotten so frustrated that you you turn around and go this way, and then you say, "No, let me go this way," and they say, "Oh, I forgot this," and let me go back. Well, let me go back this way, and well, let me go forward, and, and and then let me go back, and and you're all over the place. And after minutes or 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 however long of being frustrated, you find that you haven't made much ground. Why? Because you got caught up in the middle you didn't walk by faith you didn't master walking by faith and so you're you're gonna need to master living by faith uh in the process we must master living by faith in the process amen and so proverbs 10 22 Proverbs 10, 22 says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he has no sorrow with it. Now, why do I bring this scripture? Because many times uh, we, we must understand that if God um, is giving it to us, he's not going to add any sorrow with it. He's not going to add any sorrow with with it the blessing it has no sorrow with it so you know have you ever heard that saying uh from uh your pastor or or maybe a a fellow christian where i want to make sure i don't mess it up but they say something to the to the point of wherever uh god guides he provides yeah Wherever God guides, he provides. He provides. So if he he told you that he's going to give you something, if he has shown you your destination, understand that in the process, he is going to provide for you. He is not going to let you fall or... Or let you be destroyed in the process if if that is truly him that is giving it to you. That's why it's so important that we realize. Uh, uh, where Where is this coming from or or that we realize that we make sure that it's God that we're hearing. As a matter of fact, you ought to you ought to think about this and, and make a mental note or write this down, wherever God guides, He provides. If if this thing is causing me uh sorrow and and it's causing me problems, now I understand the enemy will come, but if if the actual blessing is causing me issues, then I have to I have to check to see if this is truly God. but wherever God guides he provides the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it if I bless you I'm going to make sure it's good for you and it's good to you I'm not going to give you anything that's going to cause you to be uh sorrowful When god blesses you he has no strings attached to it when god blesses you he has no strings attached to it amen so understand this god wants you blessed and i i, I know i may have because i i'm just i'm just hearing right now but god wants you blessed He wants you to have your heart's desire. He wants all of that for you, but you have to be faithful even in the middle. You have to be excited even in the middle. You have to be committed even in the middle. As a matter of fact, you have to be more committed in the middle than probably any other time uh, in the process. But don't give up. God has something in store for you. Keep going. Keep pressing. Keep pursuing. Keep allowing God to order your footsteps. This is Pastor D.R.E. Listen, I want to take this time to personally invite you to join us virtually, Lord of Lord of Hope's ministry. I want you to join us virtually every Sunday at 10 a.m. and every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Join us for our services. Of course, on Sundays, we have our regular uh Sunday service. We have praise and worship, and the word is always good. And then on Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m we have our bible study where we just go deep into the word listen i want to just go ahead and tell some of you right now you might be having that question well how long is it that shouldn't matter but just to ease your mind a little bit we're normally about an hour about an hour, okay? So it's not going to take a lot of your time. So if you need a church home, if you just want to get the word inside you, if you already have a church home and just and just crave the word like I do, I'm giving you this formal invitation. Join us, LLH on Facebook Live, LLH Ministries, Facebook Live, every Sunday at 10 a.m., every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. I promise you, I promise you, You won't regret it. All right, all right, all right. Well, another successful week. Another successful week. Why is it successful? Because we reached the world with the word. We reached the word or the world with the word. So it is a great success. Thank you for joining me on today. Hope that you got something out of the word on today. Uh, Hope that it was good to you as well as good for you. Amen. So listen, uh, let me leave you with this. Um, I had something a little different I was going to, to say. And while... I was recording, I I learned some unfortunate news uh, about a friend of the family Um, I just knew her as I always called her uh, Sister Ella and uh, she went home to be with the Lord on today you will, you know I'm not sure who all is listening some may know her, who may know me Uh, and know my family as well um but uh just find out that she passed on today while I was recording and just wanted to first of all send my condolences to the family if they're listening and um I personally know what they're going through I lost my mother years ago and uh you know, it, it, it does something to you. It really does. Uh, for those who have lost uh, their mother or father, you know, someone who helped raise them, it can be very devastating. Uh, so I do send my condolences. But let me say this, uh, if I'm not out of line about Sister Ella... Uh, she was she was what <laughs> I would say back in the day she was really saved. You understand what I mean? She was she was saved for real. She loved the Lord for real. Um there are so many people from the pulpit to the parking lot who you might could question do they really love God I was watching uh, a a video not too long ago and it had this pastor just cussing freely uh, with no remorse and so you have so many things that that you know you you see nowadays with the people of God. But I can honestly say she loved the Lord for real. Um, uh, and she would tell you in a minute she loved the Lord for real, for real. And she would encourage people and tell people about the Lord. Some want to hear it. Some didn't want to hear it. Someone, some didn't want to hear it as much. But that was her. And, and so the best way I can salute her is to say she she loved God for real. And, and, you know, we could use so many more people with her kind of heart for God. That love God, that trust God no matter what she wasn't moved by what she had or what she didn't have her love for God was for real and uh, she she was shall I say instrumental uh, with me feeling comfortable with ministering knowing that I could minister, knowing that I was anointed. Um, she was very encouraged. and, and so like I said, we, we meet we need, y'all excuse me. We need more people like her and uh, I salute her on today. I salute her on today. Um, the only other thing I can say is if you have someone that you love make sure you don't wait till it's too late to tell them that you love them okay Uh, because one day they may not be able to hear you so let them know that you love them before you regret it but I love you, Sister Ella. Uh, I will see you soon. I'll see you soon. Um, We will all be together, and uh, again, once again, my condolences to her family. And uh, she was truly one of a kind. But um, thank you for joining us on today, or joining me today. I hope that you got something out of the word. Once again, tell the ones that you love that you love them. Don't wait till it's too late, all right? Y'all be good. I'll see y'all next week.